It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Rams Nation, welcome back to your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. This is the Tuesday edition of Locked On Rams. I'm your host, Bear Motter. I'm joined today with my co-host, James Kroger, over at Rams Podcast. James, welcome. Thanks for joining me today, bud. How you doing? Thanks for having me, Bear. I'm happy, as always, to be in the Locked On Rams studio. Things are looking great. Yeah, thanks, man. Hey, actually, I saw you uh, added a little addition to the Rams Podcast studio. That's right. A couple additions, actually. Got these dope horns. If you guys haven't checked out, go uh, hop over to Instagram, give a follow at Rams Podcast. He's got these dope horns. That... I got the golden ram. Yeah. All gold horns. It's pretty big. It's probably foot and a half wide. Yeah. Um, and then my boy Bear hooked me up with a customized Rams podcast flag for my studio. Nice. Yep, so yep. You're welcome. that'll be hanging in the background. It's starting to come together nicely. So that gift was really given in hopes a gift would be given back. So oh, it wasn't more just uh, one of those known. thoughtful gifts. It was like, what are you going to get me back? Yes. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> and it probably has to be bigger and better. Huh? Yeah, that's the deal. Well, guys, like we mentioned earlier, it's the Tuesday edition of Lockdown Rams. We've got lots to get to today. Give you kind of an overview of what we're going to get to. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the dates that were released for Rams and how that's important. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more about AD and what's going on with this contract scenario. Uh, Put out a poll on Lockdown Rams, and I want to read a little bit of results, basically asking what we're going to be doing with our 23rd pick uh, in the draft. And then just kind of wanted to uh, get to some of the mailbag questions. We uh, had them flood in today. Uh, I think we had an all of one. Maybe i got to change my preferences. Maybe your, it says... Your mail guy's pretty Yeah, it, right says, it says uh, return to sender after one message <laughs> inbox. So all the other guys that reached out, sorry, I'll adjust those settings. Feel free to always reach out to us at LockdownRams, at LA underscore Rambling Bear, Kroger 3 and Rams Podcast for questions, comments, and concerns. Uh, we'll talk to them here on the show. Well, before we get into it, I want to kind of kick off a couple things that we saw on social this weekend that were pretty interesting, which kind of gathered some more attention from us um, here in Rams Nation and across the nation of football. That's right. Uh, one, I want to start with Gronk rumors. We haven't really got to talk about this yet, but uh, somehow in this Odell Beckham to LA thing, now everyone's just putting us together with any major player that may be unhappy or thoughts about moving. Patriots have been known to move guys uh, earlier in their career when they've still got a few years left on the tank, but maybe when they're on the down slope, um, they're definitely known for getting rid of those players early. Gronk would be no different in this case. Uh, He's talked about retirement. He's talked about going in the entertainment world, which also I think may be part of the reason why he's being connected here in L.A., but James, really quick, your thoughts on Gronk to LA? Is it real? Are you interested in it? Uh, my ears perked at first. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just all talk, to be honest with you. I did read something on social media that said that Gronk's going to stick around as long as Tom Brady's there, which makes total sense. They have a great relationship. But, you know, I, I got a little excited at first, but there's there's too much coming out, as like you mentioned with the right. like Odell Beckham news and uh, obviously with the Sioux signing and everything. So, you know, right now I think it's starting to dissolve. I don't think everybody's really, like, has a lot of hope that he's actually going to make it over to L.A. Um, so little deal for me. I, I just think it's going to smooth over soon. 
soon. Yeah, I, I don't think... It, I can't really chew into it yet. I think I'm still stuck on the Odell Beckham. Yeah. I think that's a, a better long-term play for us. Odell's 25. He's looking for a big contract. He wants to stay put for a while. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he stays with the Giants and ends up building that full-time career there. But um, young, crazy talented guy. Yes, he had a little bit of injury. Uh, but Gronk has so many injuries. He's maybe one or two hits away from being retired. He's already talked about being close to being done with the game, even though he is on the younger side of, of age as well. And how many concussions is that guy? Right. Have? With concussions, uh, I mean, he looks like half man, half robot with his arm that he's got <laughs> going on there with the brace and then his knees and, um, yeah, the concussions that keep adding up. So just out of, as far as what I want to get out of maybe potentially having to – you know, send that 23rd overall pick. I'd want something that's going to last me a little bit longer. Obviously, we saw Sammy Watkins go for a second rounder and then walk the next year. But mm. um, with this, I, if we're going to invest a pick to get a player, I would definitely lean towards Odell Beckham instead yep. of uh, Gronk. And actually, you know, Rams Nation joined us in that. We, we reached out to him on Locked On. We did a little Twitter poll over the weekend, and we basically asked, what are you going to do, what would you do with the 23rd overall pick. Your options were draft at number 23, uh, linebacker, edge rusher, uh, package a trade for Odell, package a trade for Gronk, or trade back and collect more picks. Uh, right now, as we sit, we've had 120 votes. We've got a day left on the poll. Uh, right now, it's tied 40% a piece for draft at 23, uh, edge, or linebacker, or trade for Odell. So those are two favorite options. Uh, trade back for more picks is coming in at 14%, and then only at 6% people are interested in Gronk. I think yeah. we're all kind of on that same, we, there's too many questions. Health, how long is he going to play? Uh, if we do get him, how long is he playing that season? Those type of things. So uh, Gronk is just a wild card. Out the door, 6% people are interested in, in that with our 23rd overall pick. James, while we're talking about that 23rd overall pick, where'd you vote in this? I'll tell you, I... I kind of I cheated, you know me. I always do kind of a double vote. I voted trade back for more picks, but I said if we can't get Odell, then trade back for more picks. Uh, okay. So Odell was so kind of my your... there was a clause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hedged my bet. Well, I was I was a little bit smarter with mine and and had no clause. And my I actually chose uh, to draft uh, edge rusher or linebacker in this situation because I think when it comes to the Odell situation, you know, there's going to be. You know, like you said, possibly another player involved. But I think that's the smartest choice uh, from Rams Nation. But, um, yeah, that was mine. Yeah, the more I think about it, if, if we can't get Odell, I really want to trade and go back. I think there's a lot of depth in this draft. Um, I've seen multiple times that there's upwards of 50-plus players that have first-round potential. Mm. We have zero picks in the second round. I would love to see, and I got some people on Twitter basically telling me that it's not doable, but I'd love to see us trade that 23rd pick work back into the second round, pick up one or two picks in the second round, if possible. Maybe we package a couple six-round picks or a future third or fourth to sneak into that second round with a couple. Or we flop first-rounders. There's a team like Jacksonville who picks behind us. Mm. If they want to move up and find a guy, they also have a second round. So the crazy thing about it, and people said, oh, that's, there's no value there. No one's going to take that, that pick. The crazy thing is there's no value right now in that pick, in that trade. But when you get to draft day, and we've seen some crazy trades on draft day, if you can convince a team that's behind you that either you or another team is going to pick the guy they want, 
they're going to start to find value there. Right. And they're going to probably give you more than you should get. Um, and that's kind of where I see Les Snead, all this power that he's been doing as far as making these moves. And, you know, no one thought we'd get Tlaib or Peters for the price that we got them when True. we traded that. So I've got some pretty good confidence in Les Snead and being able to work different teams and try to sell value. He's done it so far to this point. So I could see when we get down to that 23rd pick, if he can convince somebody that either they're going to take or someone next to him is going to take a guy that, that maybe the Jags want or someone behind us, um, I'd like to see us move down and maybe get two guys. And I talked about uh, Billy Price, who actually just kind of tore a peck, but he's kind of flying down the opposite way. But I think there's good value there if you can get healthy, guy that can play center, can play multiple positions on the line, and then we can get an edge and, and D guy. So we can get two for one with that 23rd pick. That's where I would go. Uh, we'll see what Les Snead, but I think Les Snead's in this wheeling and dealing phase, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he does something with that pick. That's right. And, you know, another thing I noticed when it comes to the Odell situation is I think now that the dust has settled and everybody's kind of taking uh, taking this chunk of meat and digesting it of the fact that, you know, it's possible that we could get Odell. Well, people are starting to now maybe discuss some of the more negatives, which we chatted about on Rams podcast last week, as far as injuries, what he's going to be able to bring to the table, all the money that he wants, and of course, um, you know, the emotional side too. So I've seen a lot of chatter back and forth, specifically today, on you know that Odell situation, and I think people are starting to come off that high and be mm-hmm. a little more real yeah. uh, in the situation too. So it's really interesting to see that your survey that you released on Twitter is really uh, you know mostly 50-50 between those two options. The Suns rise in Orlando, but their playoff hopes set in the West. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a postmortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trailblazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked On Fantasy Football with your Locked On Fantasy Football Edge of the Day. Tight end is a prime position for finding fantasy football sleeper value in 2020. After George Kittle and Travis Kelsey go off the board early, don't worry, you can wait and still get some great return for a starter at the position. The two prime targets both have HH for initials, the Chargers Hunter Henry and the Falcons Hayden Hurst. A healthy Henry can have a monster downfield receiving season for new QB Tyrod Taylor and carries high TD upside. As for Hurst, he's stepping right into the productive spot vacated by Austin Hooper in Atlanta as key support to Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Trust in Henry a little earlier and Hurst a little later to give you some pleasing tight end one results. Get the edge in your fantasy football league every day by listening to Locked On Fantasy Football on your preferred podcast provider. Definitely. And as we're talking about this drafting and who's going to go where and, and what's happening with the current roster, um, I want to get to one of our questions. This question comes in from at E-N-N-O-H-Y. It looks like he's got himself uh, locked in here in Frankfurt. I wonder, Frankfurt, mm. Germany? 
Probably, yeah. All right, well, reach out to us. This is your question. He basically is asking us, uh, who's going to play Mike Linebacker next year? Would Cup stay in the slot or play outside? Who's going to fill in that slot? Would it be Cooper or Reynolds? And then, again, we just kind of talked about the draft selection and what we would do there. I'll start with your Mike Linebacker. I don't know if we have the starting guy we want right, right. now. So I think that's still pending. I think that's someone we go get. I think that we are going to have kind of a rotation there on who's going to fill that spot until we find that, that core of what we want um, in that Mike linebacker position. Uh, with, with the wide receivers as Cooper Cup in the slot, I think he stays in the slot. I think you got to keep him where he had most value, and I think McVay knows how to use those guys um, to their best skill set. I think Reynolds ends up being the guy that, that takes the outside position mm-hmm. um, and replaces Sammy Watkins. And who knows? Uh, obviously, we just came off talking about Odell Beckham trade, how that kind of you know ends up, and if we end up having that true number one on the outside. I know a lot of people, and this was something else I saw on Twitter, that you know even with the talent of Odell Beckham, they're saying if we have to give up two first-rounders and potentially a player, it's just not worth it. We're not that desperate for a wide receiver right now, even though I see those two first-rounders being very late first-rounders. And with this draft process, I think I saw something that 11 out of the last 13 wide receivers that have been taken, only two of them have really gone on to be productive in the last few years uh, right out the gate. So uh, if you get a, a wide receiver that has talent, I think it's worth trading draft picks and question marks, but that's something yeah. that can be debated later. I, but. I totally think Cup's going to stay in that slot position, but don't be surprised if he starts lining up on the outside. Like Bear says, we lost Watkins, and we still need that filled. I do think that Reynolds is probably going to be the guy that steps up in that situation, but uh, yeah, I expect Cup to to grow in that slot spot, and I do think, you know, even though Woods is, is Goff's number one receiver, I think the chemistry between Goff and Cup is probably uh, the top between quarterback and receiver. So I expect a lot more out of Cup this season. And uh, But to answer that question, I'll probably stay where he's at. Yeah, so thanks for sending that question in. At E-N-N-O-H-Y. Appreciate it. Continue to reach out to us. Everyone else, uh, feel free to join in. We'll probably be sending those out every Monday for our Tuesday episode moving forward. We want to hear from you guys as we record so we know what you want to uh, listen to as we talk about Rams football. So don't forget to reach out to us at Lockdown Rams and at LA underscore Rambling Bear. And you know my man James and all his details. Reach out to either one of us with questions, comments, or concerns. Well, James, I want to jump it over a little bit. Some news came out today about uh, the Rams and things that are going to be happening, some special dates. Can you fill us in on what the Rams uh, came out with today? Yeah, so again, welcome to April, everybody. I saw that Bear released a tweet earlier today that says it is draft month. Yes. Uh, of course, everybody's excited about that. But let's not forget that our official off-season schedule technically starts uh, in April, of course, mid to late April, and this schedule kind of goes in three phases uh, because we have the NFL's collective bargaining agreement in place. So first day of the offseason officially starts on April 16th, which is exactly two weeks from today. Uh, Phase one, April 16th through 29th, essentially I'll sum it up up for you guys, but it's just limited to strength and conditioning, physical rehab only, so we're not going to see any contact. We're not going to see any contact in phase two, which starts April 3rd into May 20th. Uh, phase two, uh, on-field workouts, individual player instruction, drills, team practice uh, conducted as a, quote, separate basis. No live contact or team offense versus team defense drills are permitted. Uh, so not until we get into late May that's going to go down. Phase three starts May 21st and lasts till June 17th. That consists of uh, 10 days of organized 
uh, OTAs we call them, organized team practice activity. No live contact, but you're allowed to do seven on seven, nine on seven, 11 on 11 drills uh, are permitted. So, uh, and on, also on top of that, each club can hold a rookie football development program for a period of seven weeks in 2017 that began on May 15th, and we don't know when that's actually gonna begin now. But a lot of cool stuff to look out for, and Bear, I know you and I have to get back to the practice field this year. For sure, we had a great time down there. And the question is, is when's Aaron Donald getting to the practice field? Mm, what's um, that what phase is that? And, and yeah, it's great because OTAs, some of that is, you know, come if you want type deal for the veterans, guys um, that have been doing this program for a while. Aaron Donald, last couple of years, has been going over to Pitt, get ready for training camp. No questions there about his preparation when he comes back. Obviously, if you guys haven't seen that viral video, <laughs> um, he was out there training with knives uh in uh with his trainer um he ended up coming out and saying they're not real knives which was which you know, people still don't seem to believe people uh, yeah it's still going viral as as aaron donald's crazy working out with knives but um still intense it's intense workout that he's doing trying to you know protect his hands and and you know keep off the body but um needless to say the boy's putting in work yeah uh, my question is to you james out of these dates where do you see a signing for Aaron Donald fitting in, and how soon can we, you know, bite into that? Yeah, well, even Eric Dickerson, our Rambassador, yeah, he's self-titled Rambassador. Yeah, Everybody's I like it. Behind him, he's calling Rams and at Rams NFL out saying, you know, when are we going to pay this guy? He's the best player in the NFL, and I think everybody can agree with that. But to answer your question, Bear, I don't know. I kind of have a feeling we're not going to see anything till you know, we sort of hit the OTA. Uh, portion and see if he starts showing up and I'm sure at that time you know we're gonna have to make sure in, to incentivize him to come to that yeah probably throw that throw that check out there yeah I don't think realistically we have to worry until that June area uh, when the mandatory mini camp starts June 12th mm -hmm. uh, but we'd probably like to see a deal get done sooner than that just to so it's make not everybody comfortable make everyone comfortable because I feel like the big people that are freaking out right now is Rams Nation people in the media um, you're not hearing a lot coming out of Aaron Donald's camp, like almost nothing. Yeah, even even last year there was some noise coming out, like hey, they you know their offer's not good enough, or you know they haven't reached back out. This has just been pretty much dead quiet from both sides about the contract. Uh, Les Snead spoke on it a little bit when they were down in Orlando and doing some of the um, NFL owners meetings, and he basically said they got a pretty good timeline in their own head about what they're going to do. I think they are pretty smart as far as Wade Phillips and the defense side of the ball and what they're trying to do there and adding Indomitian Sue and adding all these pieces that they're not going to let this guy go forgotten. Um, so I, I expect before June 12th in that mandatory minicamp it will get done. But I think for our sake, for everyone in Rams Nation and in the media world, the sooner the better so we can just talk about him on the team and not talk about talking about him getting paid. Yeah, and June seems like forever away I know. right now. Uh, you know, I wonder if part of the uh, reasoning behind such a delay is, you know, getting players like Sue on board and the Odell situation. And I wonder if they're incentivized at all by not releasing that, that contract uh, or check or give them that money because they don't want other players to look at our squad and say, well, they only have this amount of money to work with and I'm not even going to consider it. They probably want to have that conversation first. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when that kind of conversation could be over, give well, them Well, it's interesting to say that because I think that goes into play with a lot. You know, like, why is our name surfacing 
with the Gronk trade. You know, it's probably in my sense is you know to either incentivize the Giants that hey, you're not you don't have the only player out there that we may be looking for, right? And vice versa. You know, the Giants are leaking. Hey, we're it's gonna take two first rounders, and we've already had people reach out. You know, it's a lot of fluff noise that people are putting out there to kind of spark the interest of other teams and trying to create that. So you're right with the contract of AD, maybe they're holding out for a certain point because they want to see where they can get with what money they have and how do they have to creatively work that into Aaron Donald's, you know, contract. If we somehow go after a guy like, you know, Odell Beckham, and then we have to draft obviously our draft picks. Yeah. You got to save certain amount of money. So they know, okay, now we got to get creative this way with Aaron Donald, give him a bigger signing bonus, you know, put the guarantee here. Uh, so there's a lot of lot of money that's thought into this with other players and involved. And you know everybody online is going to do the math and put it out there. Like, well, actually, the Rams only have this amount of money. And hopefully not not scare anybody else off. Well, that's the thing is a lot of people are saying, oh, we can't afford Odell. We, yeah, we can. We actually can. We've got so much money. You know, I know we got other players like Todd Gurley and uh, Joyner still needs a long term and Jared Goff and those guys still coming up. But the Rams have stockpiled a lot of money and they've done it smart. Um, Peters is another guy we're going to have to get paid here after his rookie contract's up. But, hey, we've got money to spend. Let's start spending it. Uh, we've already done a great job of it so far. Let's stack up. We're one piece short. Uh, we're not desperate for that wide receiver, but it wouldn't be bad if we had added that true number one mm -hmm. uh, to go along with the number one running back, number one quarterback, and so far our great offensive line last year. But only time will tell, my friend. Get that deal only done. Hashtag pay the man. James, we're going to keep it kind of short tonight. We've got a national championship game on for college basketball. Well, who for, are you rooting for? Yeah, for those of you guys that don't know out there in Rams Nation world, I was, I was born and raised in the Midwest. I was born in Michigan. My first words in life were go blue, so uh, pretty obvious. That applies it, to the Rams. It go is. blue. Yeah, go blue, yeah. <laughs> Amazing blue all the way. I'm um, looking for a big uh, Michigan upset here. Villanova coming in the favorite. And if Michigan wins, I'm going to win my bracket and pull on like 500 bucks. So it's, it's, a, it's a double win if we can get the Michigan to Wolverines to we'll, take on the championship. We'll Cut hear, down the nets. We'll hear your move on Twitter tomorrow or uh, if your lack of tweets or you're over-tweeting. Yeah. You're, At this uh, point, I feel like we're playing with house money. Three seed. We came in, won the Big Ten championship, uh, came in pretty hot. Played pretty well. I went and saw him here at the Staples Center, the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. So I got to be a part of it this year. I'd love to see it happen. But um, guys, don't forget, I mentioned it before as I'm talking other sports here. We've got plenty on the Locked On Network for you to go listen to. We've got Locked On NBA, Lakers, Clippers. Uh, if you're a fan of any other team, there's a, an overall NBA podcast as well as MLB is cracking um, my Cubs locked on. Listen to that this morning. It's great. So we're getting into MLB. Our network is growing. Check us out all over. Um, feel free to check out the NFL Draft and NFL Locked On podcast as well. With that said, guys, I'll be back this week. We've got some great guests this week. I've got Jeff Biggs, who is a former yeah. ESPN radio host. I think he now does XFM radio. If I can't, if I'm not mistaken. I also have Mike from Fantasy Footballers. He'll be joining us, as well as Chad Forbes. He's the NFL insider, so he'll be joining us this week as well. Uh, got lots of great stuff. We're going to throw Mr. James Kroger in the mix every once in a while, too, so we keep his name hot as we talk about Rams podcasts. Guys, go check that out. We're actually recording a Rams podcast tomorrow. 
put up another long form version of us kind of kicking around Rams ideas, thoughts, comments, and updates. So with that said, Rams Nation, you know what it is. Till next time. Peace. Hey, Locked On listeners. You already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.